Welcome to this week's episode of Haunted Pub Call. Hello. <laughs> Where did you come from? I don't know. Where did you come from? <laughs> Haunting my room. Yes. Well. <laughs> How are you, Ash? I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. So we are recording this from the same location today. Yeah. Which is somewhere in Manchester. Yes. Yes. So, secret location. Secret location. Um, so yeah, we're going to do the haunted pub crawl episode live, live in person. First time we've done an episode like this, not using Zoom or yeah, although technically we are using that. Zoom, but to record, <laughs> probably a better way of doing it. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, so today we are going to be talking about. Well, first of all, I'm going to talk about Dernock Castle Hotel. Mm which is a 500-year-old converted castle in Dernock, which is located just north of Inverness. Very cold. Very cold. Scotland. was built in the 1500s and was formerly a castle, a school, and a jail before it was transformed into the hotel and pub that it is today. It's a great choice for anyone who wants to stay in a haunted castle overnight in Scotland. Okay. The eerie rumours which revolve around Dernock Castle Hotel involve Andrew McCornish, a thief who was imprisoned in the dungeons below and then hanged for stealing sheep. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> stealing sheep. <laughs> sheep rustling. <laughs> it is sheep rustling. You don't hear it nowadays. No, you don't. Oh, we're not in the farmland. No, that was, no, a, not that was, sheep a, that was a sheep joke. Okay. You. Ah, okay. That joke. <laughs> that joke. <laughs> so, uh, his spirit is said to roam around the hotel quietly watching people as they sleep. Mm, that's a bit perverted, but after the castle, <laughs> that's ceased... cheaper, that's the with <laughs> yeah, the well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after the castle ceased to be a jail, it was the sheriff's residence for a time. Miss Marion Mackenzie, daughter of Sheriff Mackenzie, who was sheriff substitute of Sutherland for over 50 years until he retired in 1912, who lived in the castle for 17 years, tells how both her mother and her uncle, the minister, saw the ghost. He was described as having a weird face, long grey hair, a blue coat with brass buttons, knee breeches, thick grey stockings, buckled shoes and balmoral bonnet. Wow. He was sitting in the sheriff's study when Mrs. Mackenzie came in from the garden to get some honeycomb for tea, she ran out to tell the family, and when she came back, the ghost was gone. Sounds like very oldie worldy. I don't know what a bonnet is. Asta. What a, oh, bon- a bonnet what? is one of the... What? A woman? A woman's hat thing, isn't it? I think so. Mm. Um, shortly afterwards, her mother's brother, or her uncle, the minister of Avoc came to stay, but then left hurriedly the next day. They heard later that he had woken during the night and had seen the same figure standing by his bed. He told it that if it did not go away, he would call the sheriff. Wow. Ghost would be scared of sheriff. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. The ghost was identified as Andrew by the local sheriff after he heard the detailed descriptions of the ghost. So at least they were able to put a a name to Mm. a face. When, yeah. <laughs> when the castle passed into private hands in 1922, the new owner took the precaution of having the castle exercised. Since then, there have been no more apparitions as such, but people do report a feeling of discomfort in a section of the tower, and lights have been seen by at least one person. 
strange place, kind of spooky. It's glad that you recognised like the ghost and knew who the ghost was. Mm. He had been hanged for sheep or something. <laughs> seems quite a harsh punishment. It does seem quite harsh. It does seem quite harsh. But I suppose can't do the crime. Don't do the, don't do the time if you can't do the crime. No, don't do the crime. You can't do the time. Yeah. <laughs> don't steal people's sheep. If you, suppose it's their livelihoods and stuff. Yeah, I suppose so. But it's it's all different back then, though, wasn't it? It's not quite like it is now. You wouldn't get an Xbox or anything like that in prison. You just get hanged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. So strange place. I'm going to talk about a place called the Tullock Castle Hotel. It's quite a theme. Last week as well, there's it was like a, a castle hotel. Yeah. I guess from Scotland, there's just lots of castles. Yeah, definitely. So, Tullock Castle dates way back to the 12th century and it has a long and colourful history. Tullock Castle is one of the few castles having been repurposed into a hotel and bar that still absolutely retains the look of a castle. Oh. And it's not so castle. Because some castles, oh, yeah. they call themselves a castle, but they're not actually a castle. Like a stately home type thing. They've got yeah. that sort of round, turry. Yeah, but they're not as a castle. Mm. There's one not far from here, I won't name it. But it's like a wedding venue. So I'm going to get mad at a castle. It's like, yeah, it's not a castle. It's only 200 years old. It needs to be like yeah. hundreds of years old to be the actual castle. It's just like the owner built it to be like a castle. It's not an actual, anyway. That's me being... It's not a castle. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it retains the look of a castle with countless period features, stone fireplaces, original ceilings, panelled rooms. Stunning picture windows and plenty of original antique furniture. The castle is actually thought to have many ghosts, but the most sighted ghost, and the ghost most talked about, is the Green Lady. In 1762, the owner was Duncan Davidson, and one day he was accidentally found in a rather compromising position with one of the family maids by his shocked teenage daughter. Lady Elizabeth Davison, who walked in on him with the maid <laughs> oh dear. in room 10. The young Elizabeth, by now utterly panic-stricken, fled. Before she could reach her room, now room 15, she tragically fell and broke her neck, dying instantly. Mm, that's convenient. Mm, yeah. I gotta say, at least the secret's safe, but we know about it. So. So I, was I wonder, wonder who told. Yeah. Mm. Strange. Or CCTV back then. And it is she who is said to walk the creaking corridors of the hotel to this day. She's been sighted so frequently that the bar in the castle is actually named the Green Lady Bar, and a portrait of the lady believed to be the Green Lady, Elizabeth Davidson, hangs in the great hall with many visitors noting that the portrait's eyes nearly follow you around the large hall. The Green Lady is also one of the few ghosts that's also been captured on film, oh. prompting numerous investigations into the castle. So this photo is of a window. It's not really clear. It's apparently that is the Green Lady in the window. Oh, okay. Uh, you can sort of see the outline of a person, eyes and a face, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There. yeah. It's a little bit of a stretch, but it, it's something looking out the window at them. Yeah, it looks like it, bit. yeah. A number of paranormal teams investigated the castle over the years, and they have found some very interesting results. Balls of light, orbs, and icy cold patches of air have been seen and felt, and constant noises, clicks, bangs, and fuds have been recorded on film with no explanation. 
The other most notable spirit is that of a maid who's been witnessing the Great Hall as well as the Pink Room. She frantically paces as if deeply troubled. Could this be the same woman who's caught having a dalliance with the master of the house? That's a good word. Dalliance. The first time I've actually said that out loud. <laughs> Room 8 is by far the most supposedly paranormally active area in the hotel. One guest in the room reported that he awoke in the middle of the night having a great deal of difficulty breathing. To his horror, he claimed two young girls were sitting on his chest in a deliberate attempt to curb his air supply. Wow. That would be pretty creepy. Mm. They caught two girls sat here. People pay for that. I have to say. Not me. <laughs> this coincides with a chilling account on TripAdvisor where another male had an eerily similar account in the very same room. In this account, the gentleman staying in room 8 stated that despite the room being three stories up, there was a consistent knocking on the room window throughout their stay. I mentioned that, rather disturbingly, his cousin with whom he was sharing the room awoke with the intense feeling that something heavy and invisible was weighing on his chest. Mm, creepy. So these girls could be back for more. <laughs> Others on TripAdvisor said that they had been aware of some form of entity moving throughout their room and resting themselves on the bottom of the bed all in the middle of the night, and the poor, unsuspecting guests were tucked up in the bed. Mm. That's scary. Yeah, very. There's quite a lot of these supervisor reviews mentioning stuff happening. Yeah. While they were staying there. But looking at some of the other reviews as well, that might not be the scariest thing about the hotel. <laughs> Was it that bad? <laughs> and I'm not even mentioning the prices. <laughs> oh, <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> no comment from me with the church supervisor before you stay in that hotel, maybe. Wow, okay. Yeah, but if you want to see a ghost or have somebody sit on your chest, <laughs> it might be a good place to stay if that's what you're into. So, yeah, thanks for joining us on this probably first and probably last episode <laughs> of us in the same location. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs>